All right, we are going. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Belanger. Today's episode of the High Button Podcast is brought to you by ProLineStadium.com, Atlantic Canada's home ice for great sports betting. Lace up your skates for a new promo offer has arrived at ProLine Stadium. Head to alc.ca or ProLineStadium.com and you can earn up to $60 in parlay tokens now until february 4th 2024 making a wager of 15 dollars or more on a three or more pick parlay on proline or stadium bets will earn you a 10 dollar token that can be used on three or more pick parlay that includes a hockey event excluding features maximum of one token can be earned each week tokens expire february 29th 2024 bet on proline all season long at prolinestadium.com or download the alc app must be 19 years of age or older please play responsibly we hope everyone's doing well out there. I know we are here. So much happening in the sports world. The Ice Jam is around the corner uh, here at the HRM 4-pad. Also a couple games out in East Hans. Willie Nylander just signed $11.5 million per year for eight years. That's a lot of money. Does he deserve it? I don't know. We'll talk about it. Uh, myself, dudes, Jeff is here as well. This is the High Button Podcast. Here we go. You know what comes next. <laughs> We're going. We're going? We're going. We're going. The seat, man. I love it. High button sports. This is the high button podcast. Dudes, Jeff. Uh we're in the we're in the future. No flying cars yet, but 2024, we're in it. What's that uh was the show uh or the intro? The Jetsons? They're flying around. It is the Jetsons. The yeah. Jetsons? Yeah. You know, that's what I thought 2024 would look like, but it's good enough. You got cars driving themselves. You got uh with the AI doing everything for you. Robots. Chat PPP. <laughs> you got what else you got that's doing everything for you? Chat PPP. Someone someone sent a link the other day. You don't for streams. There's like little computers that like follow the puck for you. You don't even need a camera guy anymore. Do you see that? Ooh, don't promote that. <laughs> oh no, the the, re, the reviews were awful. Okay, I, I don't. Care. And there's man. The f- anyways, we're in the future. <laughs> that's I, the point. Yeah, life's good. I feel good. I am happy. And they, that's what they say success is. If you're happy, feel good, love your family, family loves you. You're busy, you're up, you're every day. You, what, what, do you, what more do you want? I can't think of much. That's good, right? <laughs> yeah. Could be mixing concrete and wherever right now, you know? You kind of sounded like we were like your therapist or something. You're like, I'm good, I'm happy, I'm, I'm successful. Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm trying to convince you guys. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm okay. good, right? That's yeah. the first step, Justin. Good job. Yeah, that's good. I'll take it. I'll take it. Absolutely, man. But we all do know that this is, uh, we're flat out from now till June. Well, apparently we got some baseball contracts, so we're gonna even—I don't even know if I'll be able to golf this summer. But we're flat out from now on uh, till the wedding, so it's gonna be good. I'm happy you're good. Everyone, calm down, dudes. How are you? Doing good, buddy. Um, ready for the ice jam? That's obviously the next step for us. It feels a lot different than it did last year. How so? Um, I would say last year there was a lot more unknowns for anybody that may not know. Um, I mean, like we dropped the website. For the first time last year during the ice jam um we had our ups and downs for sure but i just feel like we're more prepared this year and then i think everybody knows especially us here that the more preparation you can do i don't think you can over prepare i think is my point and you know what they say preparation plus something else equals success right so opportunity preparation yeah. plus opportunity meets so just like knowing kind of what we're getting into i guess is a big thing but the i would say the main point is we did take a lot of the stuff that we had feedback from last year, good or bad, and, and we did consider a lot of that stuff, and we kind of pinpointed a new direction for it. So with any luck, it'll be a lot more smoothly run, but in the grand scheme of things, I'm doing good, man. We're busy. The new year, 2024. I'm still saying 2023 to most people, but uh, we'll get in the groove, but I'm good overall, boys. I love it. Jeff, how are you? Good. Good. Are you right on camera on the, three? Right on the back. Right <laughs> on camera three. Right on the back of that one. Okay, tell, Ready to tell, go. Tell everyone how you're feeling. Oh, feeling good. Like like you said, a lot. The the pit is a little smaller than it was last year, so I'll take it. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to go. You know, put myself on some good games, get to watch some U18. You know, that's how it goes. It'll be a good time. I'm excited. Absolutely. Life, yeah, life's good. I'm excited. It, it's fun going towards a problem, knowing how to solve it, and all you need to do is work. Like when you're trying mm-hmm. to get from point A to point B and you don't know how to get to point B, that could be a little bit frustrating. But knowing how to get from point A to point B, 
it's kind of exciting because then you get to challenge yourself with new things, new mm-hmm. possibilities, new relationships, new avenues, new everything. Just just knowing your circumstances and knowing what uh, your surroundings are for the next five days are uh, it's just a little bit more comforting knowing uh, what you're going into rather than last year, the first time ever someone said high button sports sucks. You know, you got 124 people, 124 games. People watching the live streams and, you know, not everyone's going to figure it out right away. Someone goes, high button sucks for the first time. It hits you. It hits you right here. Mm-hmm. hits you in the, wherever the soul is or your body. That's the heart, but the soul is everywhere. It just, it crushes you. And that was a big learning step for me uh, to, to, to understand that not everyone's going to love you. Not everyone's going to love your product. Not everyone's going to move forward and, and love high button sports, but that's okay with me because... Mm-hmm. How arrogant would I have to be to assume that everyone loves what I do? You know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's it. I don't love what some other people do. It just it is what it is. That's right. We keep moving forward, but we're uh, man. It's that feeling. You just wish you could start today. You know, high yeah. button. You know, high button ice cream. It's the anticipation. Yeah. Right? It's the same when we played, man. Like, and I still get kind of antsy even just for like beer league games or ball games and stuff. And it's not that I'm nervous or whatever. It's just like you you've been anticipating this maybe all day, all week. In our case, all year since last year ended. Mm-hmm. So you just like when you feel prepared, you want to get going, yeah. right? It's the same when you're going into a game. Some games you're you're nervous because you don't feel right or you don't you didn't get the right pregame meal or you 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 messed up taping your stick or whatever the case may be. But when you're in something and you're like, okay, I'm prepared. I did everything I could to get ready for this. I'm anxious. Let's get it going. Right. But you know, when the time comes, we all know how it is. It's, it's tiring. Like for people that may not realize we're in the rink at seven o'clock every morning and we're there till 1130 every night and we're fielding comments and emails and we're streaming and we're troubleshooting and it's, it's a lot, right? I'm not sitting here complaining and, and asking for people to, to feel bad for us, but it's just like, maybe when you go to say something really shitty, just think for a sec, you know, these guys, we're, we're here and we want to give you the best product. There's not a single part of us that goes, eh, it's just this game. Eh, it's just this league. It's no big deal if it messes well, up. Well, we had a great, did you see that message on, I'm not going to say who sent it. But no. We had a great message on Instagram the other day and it really resonated with me. I won't read the whole message, but there was a part that said, you've tapped into a dream for every kid playing in Nova Scotia right now, which is hearing someone call out their name when they score a goal, just like they've scored in the NHL. Wish I had that back in the day. And that, I don't know, if you've listened to this podcast for years on years, the the, the main business goal, the our objective, or whatever you want it to be, is just to make people feel like they're in the NHL. Hockey is a great sport. The people in it are great. The, the culture is great. Everything about it is great. But one thing about it, most kids don't get to get to the pinnacle of it Mm -hmm. but if we can help get kids to the pinnacle of it in terms of outside of the rink feeling special getting a nice goal called a a great commentary uh uh call Mm -hmm. we'll do that that that's the that's the fabric of the company is just making people feel special whenever they put a hockey jersey on and whenever they step inside a rink and there's a high button camera rolling that's just kind of what keeps the juices flowing because we all played it we all know what it's like to to walk into a rink you know you got a suit on maybe someone's snapping a picture of you you get a nice goal nice celly someone records it someone puts it on youtube you show your friends (laughs) and the most important thing to me is not necessarily right now right this second it's 20 30 40 years down the line when you and your buddies are having a beer in the basement you go remember when dudes did this (laughs) when he was playing for the max and he flipped this guy over into the bench and and unfortunately for our generation we call bullshit we go what i don't remember that what what but now this new generation boom they got it let's pull it up high button january 7th 2024 right there that's it right there that like boom have a couple beers and you get to talk <laughs> about it it's the i, I it's just, just i know how happy these kids are going to feel when they're grown men and they get to show these clips to their kids to their grandchildren it's just it's it's special and that message we got last night when i was in bed on instagram it just hit home it's kind of cool you, you got to remind yourself why we do this you know i kind of when you read that message i kind of got not choked up but maybe chills more or less yeah because you nailed it on the head and that's what it is then that's where where it started for us for the beginning of this is how can we because how often do we talk about going into the max room or the major midget room for the first time and you got your dressing room and you got the stall and it's a pro-like feel there's tape on the table and then you mix in streams and mic'd ups and interviews and stuff like that and now another thing is the kids get a taste for it so they're like "Ooh, this is fun like Imagine if I was like really good and at the next level, how much better that would be too. So it's that at the end of the day, that's what we're trying to do is just, is make it a wicked ass time for these kids, Yeah, you know, cause we didn't get to do it. hundred percent. You know, speaking of something else that's new, that's, that's coming up, that's, uh, that's had a great first couple of weeks. The, 
the women's uh, professional league. Yeah. It's what you were telling me right before the podcast started. The numbers are high. Mm-hmm. The physicality is high. Oh. And people are having an interest in it. Tell me a little bit more about uh, what you think. Well, I'll first say that I watched every game so far. So when PWHL. Give, PWHL. So when I give my take, just know that I watched. Um, <laughs> even Lise was watching with me, right? She, I've watched a million hockey games in our house, and she's never once really paid attention. So that's that's the first thing I'll say. The second thing is 2.9 million viewers on opening day. And I said this to you guys in the car earlier, fantastic marketing of the league because that was New Year's Day. There's no World Junior Games. There's the Winter Classic at 4. So what do they do? They put their opener at 1 o'clock. Okay? That's a good time. Everyone's home. People are most likely hungover. And what a great thing to watch, especially for the females, right? It's a day in history. That's why I tuned in. But 2.9 million viewers on the... The broadcast stations, TSN, Sportsnet, all that. But then another 15 to 20K on YouTube. So the thing that they do for that is they offer a YouTube stream as well for people without TV, which is the majority of people these days. So they offer that as well. Um, lots of Nova Scotia talent in it. There's a couple of New Brunswick girls in it. There's some Newfoundland. Europe too, right? Like, Europe, man. There's from... Austria, Czechia. Like oh, this, right. And this is just year one. And they kind of, I'm not going to say rushed into it, but they really wanted to get it going this year. And that's, you know kudos to them because it's not an easy thing to do but the games i've watched man and i learned this about the female game there's always been body contact allowed okay no body checking big difference um what's the difference explain to people so body checking is you can tell an intent so body checking for the most part in the book goes open ice okay so there's no open open ice hitting in women's hockey you can bump and use your body position and all that stuff but if you watch these games man the intensity on the boards they're running people they're scrums after the whistle they're punching each other a lot of these women played like international together and they have just turned it off but with that being said there's you know there's something to play for right it's i find it a little more intense right now than the average nhl game just because like i said they have their the you know the nhl is always going to be here those guys always have that league there's pro leagues everywhere so there's not many for females so their their lives and their families' lives and the future generation of hockey for females is in their hands right now, and that's a lot of pressure, and I think they've done a fantastic job. I've watched every game start to finish. There's huge hits. So like I was saying with the hitting, though, you're allowed to hit on the wall, like body contact. You're allowed to use it. The ref's discretion always. It's just not been ref the greatest. Mm. Um, You can tell when someone's going to separate for the puck or if it's just a hit. So they've been calling it really good. The refs have been letting them play. you got to let them play. you got to let them play because you got to show what – you know, they're out there blocking shots. They're fighting through injuries already. Like, I love that shit, man. That's that's part of the game. And, uh, yeah, man, they get sold out. You can't get tickets. Mm-hmm. People are scalping tickets out front. Like, it's just so far so good. New year, new league. And uh, I think Jill Sonia said it the best. She was in the rink at a young girls game, posted something on Instagram, I think it was. And it was a little bit more excitement in the rink today for these young girls knowing that they have something bigger to dream for. Definitely. Right? And, you know, that's awesome. And it's nice to have people from here, Troy Ryan, Corey Chevry, Blair Turnbull, obviously Jill, um, Allie Monroe, Carly Jackson. Those are the people from this part of our woods, all there taking it in. So there's role models for everybody coming up. And that's great. And that's good for us as well. It's a big part of it. It's something us as men never really think about because we always just look up to the NHL superstars. It's, we've always had, I guess, someone to look up to. Yeah. And that's something to, to chase, to mm-hmm. shoot pucks. You know, I want to shoot a puck like Sid. I'm going to shoot in the driveway 24-7, you know, for the females, maybe not so much in terms of the role model. But if they can market these hockey players in order to turn them into superstars, or at least stars, it gives the girls something to look forward to and something to work towards, you know? Absolutely. Why would you want to work towards something, you know, that's not might not going to be there well, in 10 it. years we always know the nhl is going to be there mm-hmm. but girls hockey if they can keep these role models paid basically they're always going to be there so we'll see what happens from it but it's going to open up some doors for sure boys and it, like i said they've been great games so if you haven't watched i would i like it mm-hmm. i like it yeah my prof at school from a few years ago she tried to take over she took over like the head of one of those other older leagues and i knew she was there was quite a lot to sort out to get to this point oh yeah you know this is years ago this is when they were trying to make other ones work so it is nice to see it all come together all the nova scotia athletes you know sarah nurse is out there i think right yep like it's a uh, spooner it's good to see. yeah like, like so yeah i know a lot of back a lot of back you can only imagine the back work that went into it and to your point they're playing quick because like and they don't have names necessarily for the teams yet because yeah. i think they promised like the girls that they would be up quick they would be running mm-hmm. sooner rather than later and that's why it kind of started in the new year yep. 
maybe like a half season or whatever they're going to do. And then uh-huh. it can fully, but they made a commitment to their girl. They wanted to play. They were like, listen, if you guys can all commit all the best players, Hillary Knight, then we'll make it happen. And to their credit, <laughs> here they are selling yeah. out games a few months later. You know, that, that that's not an easy task. Oh, like, man. I'm excited yeah. to see how it plays out, like just the business side of it. Yeah. You know, you just you want to you just want to see how it all works out. They've done a great job so far, man. Yeah. Like even their website, super user friendly. It has oh, yeah. write ups on every player, when they got drafted, where they played, what they did, what awards they won. Like everything's live in game. So like when I watched the first game, obviously with the Nova Scotia players, I wanted to be the first one to see it and see it live. But they got it up on the website before the sometimes the TV even plays it. So it's like they've done a great job. They played that game when there's no other games. And, and if they can continue to do this, man, it's it's not going to not pick up, man. There's the, mm. the hockey world yeah. is filled with the yeah. female players now. Yeah. And like and Jill always used to say this, too. She's like, I played guys because there was no girls. Yeah. And then eventually you do know that that funnel is going to be capped off at some point because, you yeah, you can go to college and stuff like that. But what do you do after? Like how many hockey yeah. guys do you see? go play university and then play pro after like that's just kind of the cycle of how it goes and yeah. for these girls to be able to have that it's just awesome man because i mean i got a special part for jill and so do you i mean i played with her we grew up with her so you obviously want to see those people do good but just for the females as a whole man it's great shout out to jill if you guys are kyle davidson right now the gm of the chicago blackhawks and your star <laughs> pupil breaks his jaw but you know that the all-star game is coming to toronto in a couple weeks and like the whole season still has to go on What's your what's your timeline with Bedard? Do you ease him in? Do you say no chance in hell you're going to the All Star game, even though it's not a physical game? Well, what what, what do you do right now if you're Kyle Davidson and the GM of the Chicago, excuse me, Blackhawks? <laughs> Isn't that it's a tough one because there's no point rushing them back. They suck. There's no he right answer. It. Broken jaw, they're saying. Yeah, broken four to six and, weeks. Is that that's yeah. usually so what that's, it is? Yes, and the, yeah. I think that's around the same timeline potentially as the All Star mm. game. If you're Batman, obviously you're saying yeah. get him back right now. Yeah, but if you're Kyle, on a piss you're off. taking <laughs> you're 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 taking the slow road back. You're still selling jerseys. You, you want Celebrini too. You, you, keep you, him out. you know, well said. You want Celebrini. He's, he's a good player. Definitely, he's great. He was good. I just I don't know. I I think if you're in his position, Kyle, that is, you you, you take your time. The city's going to pressure you. Batman's going to pressure you. Everyone's going to pressure you. Probably even Bedard's going to pressure you. I want to be back. I want to be back. I want to be back. But this is kind of where great GMs become great, making right decisions. I don't know what the right decision is. Bring them back. Don't bring them back. But whatever his decision is, it has to be the right one. And Chicago right now has been known for the past couple of years to not make the right decision. <laughs> yeah. In terms of the whole sexual thing. Mm. You know, it's uh, not that this has anything to do with that, but it's just you, you, if you're, you know, you got to make the right decision here. Extra limelight for him anyways. Didn't, didn't something happen this year with Chicago too with the whole sexual thing? I think something just yeah, resurfaced. Yeah, no, Corey Perry. Corey Perry, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you oh, just, yeah. I don't know. You, everything surrounding Bedard. Yeah. The, the, everything, the whole world's watching, not even the hockey world, the sports world. And with Toronto, the hockey mecca, well, one of them, Montreal being the other, which I'm going to next week, a couple weeks from now. Dobson, I'm going to see. Nice. Um, you got to make the right decision. What do you think? What do you do? Oh, man. See, the whole time you were talking there, I'm trying to think of what to You're say. You're not even listening to what I'm well, saying. Well, I am listening. I'm going to see Dobson in Montreal. <laughs> I got that got part. That. Uh, that's actually the part I did get. Um, <laughs> Hopefully, New Hook's back. Oh, yeah, that's right, too. Yeah, sorry to get You're going to go down to the bench and interview Dawson? Yeah, I'm going to like climb times. the bench or climb the glass <laughs> like Billy. Nice call. My friends. Um, My friends. Davidson. <laughs> okay, so people may not like this from me, but... Should you say it, then? Yes. <laughs> um, a broken jaw. <sighs> I mean, I get keep him, keep him, keeping him out of games for a little bit. He's a little bit smaller, so his face tends to run in to more bodies than not shoulders from that part point of view. But I think this is just my old school way of thinking, but there's no way I'm missing games for a broken jaw. Maybe a couple. It has no effect on your actual skill set. I know you got to protect yeah, him. He's 18. But that's what I'm saying. Bedard might be mad at Kyle because Kyle right. wants to keep him out. If you're Bedard, like I remember when they like Chicago had Michael Jordan at the beginning, Chicago or Michael like rolled his ankle. And he's yeah. like, I can play. Yeah. But the GM's like, no, you're not. Yeah. Different you scenario, know? but I get what you're saying. It's like, but for me, I think he'd let him go to the All-Star game. When is he going to get hit in the face? No. Is, my question is, is his jaw wired shut, right? Yeah. Because that's uncomfortable is the first thing I think of for him. But, I mean, come on. He just got signed to the All-Star, or named to the All-Star game as the youngest player to ever do it. He's got a broken jaw. If he had a broken foot or a leg or a separated shoulder or something and he had to get surgery other than his face, I say no chance in hell you let him go. But if it were me, I'm letting him go to the All-Star game and then he's sitting out for a bit. 
I'm giving you this. Here, listen, I'll give you the all-star game. I get this moment. But after that, we're gonna we're gonna recoup this. But that's the play that looks bad. Imagine if Kyle's like, yeah, go to the All Star game, but then come back and you're not playing in these games. Yeah, it's like why even risk him going to the All Star game? That's what I'm saying. This decision is like, but it's just mm-hmm. low risk in my mind. Like putting him in games and, and where he runs the entire Blackhawks fucking organization at this point, he carries the load. He carries the puck. He's the star. Everyone's looking out for him. Jersey sales. That's it. So what I'm saying is the people that are going to the All Star game, those are the fans that want to see the best players. Send him. He's doing accuracy shooting. Yeah. Don't let Not him play the in the all-star game. Let him do the shoot. skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let him be there. Get around the guys, that kind of shit. Let him do the skills. Take him out of the game and just tell him, listen, I'm going to do this for you. Unfortunately, you're not 30. You're 18. You're the future of this goddamn franchise and, quite frankly, the NHL. Yeah. Okay? We can't afford to have you in here and get worse. With that being said, the Celebrini thing is keep him out as well. Maybe tank a little longer because right now they did their lines and practice on Twitter today, and oh. half the guys I don't even know who the fuck they are. It's so ugly. It's like man. the Rockford Ice Hogs. Kind of smart, right? So it, there's the double-edged sword, but I think skills competition. Go, let them be a part of the festivities. Keep them out of the game. Sell the game. Sell the game. Let the fans be happy. Keep them off your back. Toronto. And then you know what? Tough titties. He's not playing when he comes back. He's going to do this the right way. They're not pushing for a playoff spot. They're not fighting for points. He can still practice on his own. He can do all that shit. Man, he broke his wrist and became better from it back in the day. Like he's he's wired differently, no pun intended, with the jaw. But I just I just think that's what I would do. And I my old school mentality is like the jaw's a long way from the heart. One hundred percent. So yeah, if this is a Stanley Cup playoffs, he's playing. Yeah, he's yeah. got the bubble on next shift. I immediately yeah. think it's like Stevie Eisman in those snares. He broke his leg and played, I fractured. Think, I think of Morgan Barron. Yeah, and stitches. Ten minutes. He's like. Going back. But yeah, so that's my thought process on it. Maybe it wasn't as, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Controversial. Controversial as I thought it was going to be, but yeah. It's not, but I, I, I just thought of Kyle right away. What mm-hmm. What's he going to do? Because it's his call. It is the doctor's call, but it's his call. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're going back out or you're not going back out. And it's kind of cool to think, like Bedard's played well this year, but we've seen his best hockey at the World Juniors in the past two to three years. Like we we are so fortunate, so lucky. We we get to see him on TV, but he's not doing the things he's doing in the NHL ah, that he was doing at the World Juniors. It's not the same TV. It, 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 all that as well, but just mm-hmm. the pure dominance, the snipes, the patience. The, uh, just oh, oh, oh. The thing about Bedard, oh. this this would have been his first like of age year to play in the World Juniors. Like no bubble. Yeah, and he could play for another two, right? But it's just like that's pretty wild that, that he did that. That makes me think they might not let him play the All Star game because they didn't even let him sniff World Juniors. Oh my God, no, no, they would never let him sniff. But if Bedard played two or like six minutes a game to start the year, like because like Kirby Doc, for example, he came up and played with Chicago, I think it was, mm. and they lent him back to the broke World Juniors, wrist. broke his wrist. That's part of it. But the other thing is same with Poitras, the guy from Boston. The reason they sent him there is because he's playing six to eight minutes a game. You're right. not developing as much as you could. So let him go down there, play against the best in the world, get the confidence back, and then come back. He comes back and he gets two assists or whatever in the first game. So mm-hmm. it's like there's different scenarios. When Bedard's your top guy, he's going to be there the whole time. You know it. He ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. You don't risk him down in the World Juniors because here's the thing. I don't care if it's international hockey or not. People are going to target him. Mm-hmm. after he, Especially after he undressed the entire Slovakia country last year in the semifinals or the quarterfinals on that goal. You don't think they're going to remember that shit. You know what I mean? So he's going to be a target out there. He's the young star. The next up. I'm not saying people are going to kill him like the old days, but it's just different, right? Yeah. You can't risk it. Yeah, 100%. percent we playing say- 25 minutes a game. In Chicago? Mm-hmm. At least. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> There's a big difference between 25 and 6. <laughs> right. Definitely. That's you a know? whole different stratosphere. Exactly. So, so no, yeah. you're not going down. <laughs> I, did yeah. know, I did notice when Canada was out, though, Twitter uh, eased up a bit. Canada won three golds back-to-back-to-back, mm-hmm. to back to back, three in a row. Okay, there, there wasn't a lot of bullying. There wasn't a lot of yeah. harassing. There wasn't a lot of. It was like, all right, like we all know, we know we're the best country. What was it? Five guys we left out of the World Junior team because mm-hmm. they're all in the NHL. We know we're the best. It's just yeah. we're too good. We got to let guys go to the NHL and make some money. It's, yeah. And I and I, and I was very uh, you know you, you hear these Twitter accounts and people, you know, going at uh, players, going at teams, going at you know. And I loved how the Canadian people kind of let it be. Like you know, just. Well, Furlong apologized to Canada. It's like, you know, man, you don't need to. Like, you, you, you gave it everything you had. You, you, you came up short. You'll learn from this. You'll become a better person, a better player, mm-hmm. and you'll move on. Come get a Memorial Cup with the Mooseheads. But, like, I, I was very proud of our country, how we handled that loss, at least on Twitter yeah, and time. in terms of the media. This time, no, yeah. no, no one was uh, No one was too bad. I, I liked it. Honestly, my question, I've been thinking about this, the other, like, since Canada went out and U.S. won, 
as much as I would like, you know, Canada gold, stack them up. It's impressive. I do think it does kind of help the game when, like, U.S. gets its gold. Like, U.S. got a gold a couple years ago. They got it this year. Like, as a fan of hockey, I would like to see the game grow in America, especially because that's where the NHL is, Mm -hmm. you know, based out of us at this point. So, in my back of my mind, I'm like, do I like to see America win gold over Canada in hockey, like our sport? No, but for the growth of the game. Yeah. I don't mind, you know, throwing them a gold medal every couple of years. Yeah. Hopefully, we go on another three-year run or whatever. We've all dealt with that. We've all dealt with the hard losses mm-hmm. with World Juniors before. Like it's nothing new. It's a real bummer that Russia's not in there. I hope yeah. they like the kids that didn't do anything. I just, I just hope they're allowed back in. I know it's tough, but oh, man, it makes the tournament so much better. So true. It's just they're they're such a different style of game. They got mm-hmm. the speed. They got the physicality. They have the smarts. They have a almost kind of a very similar game to Canada. But I don't know. It just it, it heavily takes away from the tournament, unfortunately. Evens up the divisions, too. Yeah. It's kind of uneven when you take out a yeah. powerhouse like Russia. Put it in like one stack division. I wonder one. if they'll ever let them back in. Well, once they stop being idiots, maybe. <laughs> Are they still being idiots? Well, they, yeah, there was like around. bombings yesterday, I'm pretty sure. But um, I want to say something on that note because I saw that Matt Vay Mitchkov put out a statement, not sure if it was real or not, mm. saying that he thinks that Russia would have won if they got to go to the World Juniors. And then it made me do some research. And I'm like, okay, I remember Russia being good. I remember fearing them watching the games going, okay, this is Russia. Like, this, we could easily lose yeah, this game. That's embedded in your heart from them winning But Halifax. if you look back, Russia's only won one gold medal in like the last 20 years. So in you Halifax? Can't, I think so, yeah. It was like, it's like USA, Canada, Sweden, Finland has a couple. Sweden has a few. Canada and USA have dominated the playing field for a long time. Russia's won a bunch like over the years, mm. but in the last decade or two, they yeah. haven't won shit. So for you to sit there and say like, because they always dominate the tournament, same as the Swedes. Swedes lost their first round robin game last year in Halifax in like four or five tournaments. Yeah. They just can't get over the hump. Same with Russia. It's just when it comes down to that nitty gritty, they just can't get over it, which mm. Canada couldn't do this year either. But I wanted to touch on Furlong as well about him apologizing. That sells me everything you need to know about Canada as a whole mm. and how much Sorry. pressure we put on yeah. these 17-year-old kids, for him to have to apologize, he didn't have to, but he thinks that, you know, they all think they let the nation down, which in our heads they do, but it's the next day you don't give a shit, you know what I mean? They did blame it on Bonk for a little bit, but... He tipped a shot. Remember when Buddy missed in the shootout a few years ago? It was a Comtois... And people roasted him online from Canada. Oh, that was those like are the four lower five years. Yeah, ago, those yeah. are the lower points. Wasn't it Vertanen? And, no, Vertanen in 2017 took a yeah. penalty late, and people lit him up yeah. to the point where he deleted all his social media and no. stuff. Oh, yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. You can't be doing that. Like no. they make the players turn turn their social medias off during the tournament. I'm pretty sure. I would yeah. not have social media. Period. If I was a pro athlete, I barely have it now. <laughs> like, yeah. why would you even bother with that stuff? Cause yeah. they're still kids, right? Like those, you got to think Definitely. these guys in the NHL are younger than us and they, and they've, Dude. they've grown up with their phones, right? Dude, like, or imagine you when you were 17 with social media, letting down the nation. I can tell you what, bud, I <laughs> wouldn't be going back. <laughs> I wouldn't be sitting here if we did have social media. So, I'm thankful for that. Yeah. That's such a funny image. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Dude takes a penalty late in overtime. In the World Gold Juniors. Medal. Which I've done. Not in World Juniors. Though, You'd be honestly. tweeting back at him, though. He'd, from be the on box. The, he'd be on the bus eating pizza, just text, tweeting, tweeting back. What the fuck? You, <laughs> you play a game. A couple of beers. Uh, Wait till you meet my buddy Tommy from Fairview. Bussy, pull over. I'm eating someone here. I'm going to fight him. <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, another one, it, it's... it's uh, the great thing about the World Juniors is that they happen every year, boys. So mm-hmm. don't worry. We'll be back. Where is it? Minnesota next year? No, yeah. it's Ottawa next year and then oh, yeah. Minnesota the next <laughs> oh, year. Oh, Ottawa next year. Yes. Lovely Anyways, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens with that. See you there. What's that? See you there. Oh, you're going? Yeah. Oh, no. Nah. We all are. We all are. Ottawa. Yeah. Didn't you hear? We're all going. What was that? No, it's the mic. All right. That's calm down. Scared the shit of me, though. What camera are you on right now? One? One. Uh, Take it away. <laughs> Willie Nylander. <laughs> they're uh, they're they're saying that what are eleven point five for eight years? Yeah, it's like eleven point eight for eight years or something. And like that. And they're saying that they're gonna it's gonna be official today or tomorrow. Um, I just saw that. Um, what's his name? Elliot Friedman hmm. said that the Leafs were closing in. Reliable source. Yeah. <laughs> and think? the cap's going up by what? It says hearing Toronto and William Nylander closing in on eight times eleven and a half million dollar extension, full no move clause all the way through. Could be the largest contract in Leafs history, it says. So Leafs love their Swedes, man. There's a bunch of takes on this. People have all kinds of opinions. Um, I don't know. You said it in the car, like you're 
a, I, a right it, winger. Come on, like it's a lot of money. He's played well, dude. He's the best Leaf right now. I know. But I mean, you got to look at it. Uh, clearly, they know a lot more than we do, boys. He, like, but he deserves the money. But where does the rest of the money go? It's already gone. That's don't, what I mean. Don't they have like forty percent of their salary into the four How, players or five players? They do now. But if Willie signs this, they'll have Matthews, Nylander, Marner, and Tavares. Riley. Riley's at seven, mm-hmm. but just with those four big horses, forty plus mil. Hmm. Oh, to what? Like ninety-two. They're gonna have to trade ninety-eight. Tavares. Tavares. I think they're gonna have to trade Tavares. Well, who's gonna take Tavares's contract unless Toronto eats it? But then they're in the exact same spot, so you might as well just keep Tavares. You know, like San Jose, Arizona's uh, the team that eats Arizona. cap. But it's like you're not gonna send John Tavares, one of the illustrious players of the league in history. To just go rot somewhere. So I'm not saying you go to Arizona to rot, but when you're get ditching a guy's contract, you're sending him to rot. Ugh. Right? Definitely. That's what I'm saying. It's like Tavares is going to have a say where he goes. I'm pretty sure he probably has a no-move clause. Oh. Right? So it's like, it, it's tough, right? And and the Leafs are the first team to get under the microscope, too. Yeah. So Leadership is one of those things that plays a key role in hockey. Maybe not so much in I don't even know who, if they do captains in basketball or football, leadership goes a mm-hmm. long way in, in the game of hockey. And obviously, he's a great leader. So from what people say, he's built for it. I don't know. Is he worth that money? You got to keep a room together. You need it's, leadership. Man, the NHL, the egos in a locker room, you need a captain that's there saying, boys, what the fuck were you doing? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Yeah, and Tavares play- is old school like that too, Yeah, right? you, you hear stories, you know, I'm not going to get into it, but you hear stories of good leaders and you hear stories of bad leaders. And you got to need, you need a good leader in an NHL locker room to win a cup. So maybe he is worth the money. I don't know. But mm. Willie Nylander making 11 point whatever for eight years, you, 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 that, that's your future. One, no one move cause. One round that, He's got past one round. Yeah. So it's going up to 87 million, the cap, 87.7. Sid. (laughs) Right now it's at 83. So, like, he is the best player on the team. It's just crazy. Like, for years and years. He's not the best player on the team. He is currently. Currently. Okay. Every time you talk to a Leafs player, well, Nylander is pretty good, most consistent. Mm -hmm. But, like, historically, centers and number one D, those are the guys who get 10 plus mil. Mm hmm. And obviously the cap's going up, more money, everything. Maybe but wingers are revolutionizing is, the game. Yeah, it's I know. right-handed it's just, it's shots, crazy. man. I'm telling you right now, it's it's making unheard of. I'm making a comeback. Like I have a couple of buddies, and they have kids playing hockey, and he's like, "Yeah, he's shooting right," and I'm and that should help him. And I'm like, <laughs> and I think, and I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Like shoots right, left, straight? Who cares? Like, but it's true. Like, how many times have you heard on TSN or any of the panels? And like, can't get a right-handed D man. Like, that's why Dobson, as Baron, much as Baron's he's good, too, that's man. right, yeah. and that's why. If you notice, if you put Barron, who's a great prospect, don't get me wrong, he's and he's playing great, but if you give a left-handed defense that same scenario, you're probably not going to see him up as long as Barron. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, there's a uh, shortage, uh, epidemic of right-handed shot stars. Mm. Yeah. I just said to him on in, in the way in here, if he's a left-handed, a left-winger, mm. Willie, mm. they may look at it differently. I mean, I'm probably wrong, but Did I'm just you? thinking all the right-handed stuff I hear talking, like even golf now. Mm. How many left? Like I play in groups that are only lefties. Mm. I'm a righty. That's right. You're like one of the only righties, other than alls, that I play golf with. Oh yeah. It's nuts. It's I just the way it is. That's a weird one. I never thought of it from that perspective. Mm-hmm. Righty. Yeah. Righty's yeah. the right way, though. I like it. It's if, fun. It's a you, good. Yeah. OT Golan Gatno shot right went in. If, if yeah. you play fantasy hockey, you know that there's not a lot of right wingers. There's like none. they, there's so many left wingers and centers, and then if you can get good right wingers, you you hold on to them all season. Like exactly. it just it even it's stu- something as stupid as that. It just shows you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you can get Nylander, who's scoring that well as a right winger, what, maybe it is more valuable. When I saw him last year in Montreal, Nylander, he was uh, he was more he was the most exciting player to watch on the ice. Because he was always dangerous. Yeah, it didn't matter where he was. He he's like he's one of those guys that like looks like he doesn't try, but mm-hmm. he's just he's a weird player. But it's just so effective. And every time he had the puck, you were more nervous when the puck was on his stick when compared to Matthews. Yeah, I just he was very unpredictable. Mm-hmm. When Matthews had the puck, you you knew what was going to happen. Shot on net guaranteed. Yep. Willie, you don't know if he's passing. You don't know if he's shooting. You don't know what he's doing. And <laughs> the corners, you know, you're not really doing too much with him, but. If you, you can you, even you, touch him there. Fair enough. But he was just one of those weird players that like looked like he didn't lift his skates when he skated, but for some reason blew past the defender and got weird random tight shots on net. And you're always like danger. He's always, you're always worried when he had the puck. It was he's a weird player. But he was fun to watch because yeah, he brought out the unpredictability in a hockey game, and that's kind of what you want as a fan. Anything could happen. Yeah, exactly. So it was cool to watch, but 
hey man, I'm not going to sit here and knock a guy for making 11 point whatever mill. Congrats, Willie. He's wearing a wife beater on the talk show talking to Madison. Getting fondled by an old lady. She's like, wow, you're muscles. You do what you got to do, Willie. He's sitting on a subway, you know, he's sitting on the subway train, texting, got a commercial from Rogers out of it. He's pretty cool, isn't he? Yeah, and the, cool the Leafs love their Swedes, man. Yeah. They do. They really do. Sundin probably put a good word Sun, in for And them. it started with Borgie Salming, right? Yes. R.I.P., but, yeah. which is a new documentary out that, about him now. That looks good. Um, I heard it was good. Did you see it? No, but I'm going to watch it. I heard it. it's good. Um, but yeah, like uh, like you said about him skating, they the they did uh, just a slow-mo clip of a, re- of a replay of him entering the zone on the power play, and you're right. He doesn't. Like he, he almost just like it almost looks like his blades are coming off the ice like not even an inch. But you can't get the puck from him because no. he he's going his his feet are so wide his core is so strong he he's almost like Sid in a sense but his stance is wider and he goes like this when he has the puck he's out like this. Yep. Like the might like he's the baiting tip. you. He exactly. Yes. And then when he and then when you commit and then when you commit to him exactly tight over to Matthews or he nervous. goes that way too exactly yeah. very. You know what's funny actually Wig and I had this conversation I finally got Wig chatting about the old days right we were reminiscing a little bit at his house the other day when you called actually and we were talking about how we used to i used to fucking skate around and make funny and midget yeah, yeah. and warm up yeah, yeah. but then we broke it down yeah and it's i'm not saying you're on willie Nylander's level but it's it's similar like you you would almost have your chest going every which way yeah. but your feet would already be set to where you want to go so whether you, you go down on the defenseman your chest is going right they're taught to look at your chest but your feet are already turned left yeah. so you look like you're going right and then all of a sudden you cut back and left so that's why we always made fun of you for juking but it's so unpredictable you know where i got that where La- lacrosse that's what wig said too lacrosse. he's like his lacrosse did 100 percent because that was my i was always quick yeah but i was I, I, I was better in terms of being one step ahead of the defender. Mm-hmm. So all, cause all you have to do is put your body language one way and yep. think the other way. You just beat now two guys. You beat the guy who's on you and you beat the guy who you just passed to who's defending that person. Cause mm-hmm. my teammates eventually caught on to how, what is it? Anti-dextrous I was or like ambidextrous. Am- ambidextrous being able to play both sides sure yeah. my teammates eventually caught on to how ambidextrous I was. And then all of a sudden you got two on ones all over the floor because I got a guy committing to me and now Someone usually is beat in the corner because that defender thinks I'm passing this way. So he's committing that way, but I know I'm passing this way. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And then when it came to hockey, I remember training camp just came in when I was younger, maybe around Bantam. Yeah. And I, and I just remember I was always afraid to get hit. I don't know, whatever, laugh, haha. Uh, <laughs> We've been over yeah, this. Yeah. You know, and I just remember that always helped me of getting away from hits was my body language looking one way, but thinking the other way. Sometimes it hurt me because I used to give away sometimes some bad passes, but for the most part, it allowed me to free up some space in getting everyone in the rink, even my parents, thinking I'm going that way, but I'm thinking that way. It was sometimes hard to play with, though, like at the beginning. For sure. That's why I love Bowen, because he knew it. it, Right. And that's we ended up talking about that, too, the Killer Bees, right? But it was just like, um, I always made funny at the time, but I obviously want you to score 40 points, which is what you were doing. But when you get used to how you play, you, I start to look, when I play with you even now and Shinny, I watch your feet. Yeah. I don't watch your chest or the puck because you're, you're pulling it. So if I look and see your feet going left, I'm like, okay, I got to go the right lane, yeah. right? But you also have to play with guys that can turn on a dime. But you're right. It's safety. Everyone's always like, oh, dudes was shifty. He was crafty. I'm like, no, I was trying not to get killed. <laughs> and those things just translate into moves when really you're just a pussy, right? Like that's just how it was. But yeah, yeah it was. Uh, it's weird. And that's kind of how Willie is. He's just like – and even McDavid has a, a that kind of like – doesn't look like he's getting on you, and then all of a sudden he blows by you. He's just taking those long, powerful strides. But yeah. Willie's like, like this, and it doesn't. He looks like he's he's in can skate in the Mc, morning. McDavid can afford to make a mistake though. Like if he fucks up a pass or something, he can afford to mess yeah. up that pass because he knows he can get the puck back in two seconds by a little <laughs> or getting there first. You know, so like yeah. he, he's a guy. But I don't know if Willie can afford it, but he still rarely makes mistakes. Not that McDavid does. Relax. <laughs> just uh, he can he can just like afford to like. I don't know. Make a mistake mid-play, get it back in his skate, get it to his stick. He's an anomaly is what he is, right? Willie also just doesn't want to wreck his hair either, right? So he doesn't want to go. I don't blame him. He's trying to get a head and shoulders contract. You got the Rodgers, head and shoulders. Anyways. But anyways, the the boys are buzzing. Congrats to uh, Willie Nylander. I shouldn't say congrats. He still hasn't got it yet. But, uh, you know, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. congrats. And uh, how are you? I had a great topic lined up. I just forgot it. Oh man! Oh, yes, uh, Brad Marchand's comment on Sid. I hate to fondle Sid nuts again on this podcast, but I'm sorry, Sid. I gotta Blaze. do it. Did you see what he said? No. You're not. Maybe you just put your earmuffs on, Jeff. Did you Uh-oh. hear? Did you see? The, oh, that he's the best player in the league. Yeah, 200 foot game. If you right. he goes, if, if you consider the 200 foot NHL game, Sid's the best player in the league. Well, I'm never gonna put bad word undebatable. on Sid's name. So yeah. continue. 
Well, he's right. That's all I had to say. <laughs> okay, I just had to say. Uh, yeah, he is right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of spooky that he's right because you would think at this point of Sid's career with 36, you would think that there would be something in his game that would fall off. Something. Man, I don't know. The only thing that's Nothing. changed from Sid's Nothing. game is he started out as a crybaby, they said, mm. and now he just doesn't do any of that. You know? He's like the, you don't see any of the bad emotions. He, you don't see any of the mm. bad language or whatever. Did you see what Getzel yeah. said too in the post game? Like, Getzel was like, you know, he's just a tremendous leader, tremendous guy, tremendous hockey player. But the thing that's so tremendous about him is his consistency to do all these things great each and every day on the ice, off the ice. And it's true. Like, you know, I'm sure all three of us have our weeks where we crush it. Mm-hmm. But we, every now and then, boys, we need a day to. Oh, I just, I don't know. I'm not the best some days. Have a stinker. You know, but if you're Sid and you're in Pittsburgh and you're walking around, you're, you're every day you need to be Sidney Crosby. You need to be Sid. It's a lot of effort, It's, it's man. a lot of effort. And to be able to do it, it's superhero level mm-hmm. status. Each and every single day, leading. Guys coming up to you, looking for advice. How does my kid become good at hockey? <laughs> what is it like to be the best player in the world? What is it? They said that about Gretzky. He's like, who was? I think Paul Coffey said, I remember playing with Gretzky for however many years I played for. Each and every single night, each and every single day after practice, a reporter asked him, what's it like to be the best player in the world? And Gretzky would answer with, poise kindness politeness whatever it was even though he had that question asked to him each and every day and now imagine at the level we're at in terms of media way bigger than Gretzky's era way bigger and still Sid has that calm demeanor about him to answer these questions each and every single day and perform on the ice it's just it's freakish it's just it's just absolutely insane it's awesome to see because the guy comes from right there I see his hoe right there across the Coal Harbor mm-hmm. right there Dollar twenty-five away. Dollar, you pay the bridge. You don't even have to pay the dollar twenty-five. You just go behind the guy. <laughs> the bridge open. The the gate opens. You just kind of go really quick. You can cheat right through. You don't even have to pay a dollar twenty-five. But if you're a good human being like Sid is, he's from right over there. Yeah, it's crazy to think about. It makes me proud to to be from here each and every day. Home of Sidney Crosby. When he's done, it'll be because he decides he's done, not because he's aged out of yeah. the league. He could like, be that's the, all, he, he could be forty five playing. He could be the Yager of the NHL. Yeah, he could be sixty playing for yeah. the Pens. It's or when Gordie he Howe. wants to not play. Gordy Howe, yeah, yeah he was the oldest NHLer actually. You ever see that guy with his shirt off? Some of those photos. Gordy Howe. Howe. He's yeah. like a farmer. He's just. I'm pretty sure he like smoked he, and stuff too, which he was is like nuts. the first guy to like train for hockey like yeah. back when it just wasn't a thing. Or Same maybe with like the Sutters too back then because well, they lived on that farm. Yeah, but yeah that's afterwards. I don't yeah. even know if they thought it was training. It was just now. Okay, I got to work in the summer now. Well, because a lot of that back then, obviously, you weren't making the money. Like you're not making the twenty mil a year like Willie now. But there's obviously more money in the game. But what I'm saying is back then, like it was similar to the CFL. Like these guys could not work. I'm sure, and get by, but I'm pretty sure, like, these guys, a lot of them had family farms. That's just kind of how it was in Western Canada back then. So you just had to go home and work, and that's what guys got used to. Like, play in the NHL, go back home, work, get your workouts in, make some extra money, help the family, and then go back to the NHL. Now it's off-season is whatever. You know, you do your yoga every day, and and it's all boat hockey. I'm not saying they don't pay attention to their families, but none of them have secondary jobs. No. You know what I mean? Like, it's not... They're not making 30K a year. It's like they're millions and millions. Yeah, and he uh, and hockey historians know Cal got screwed over more than anyone when it came to money back oh, yeah? in the day. Oh, yeah. he, Him and the Red Wings still, it took years to repair that relationship because That's of wild. how bad. Because they wouldn't tell what other players are making. So oh, Gordie Howe never knew. There's no capgeek.com. No, there was, not, there was no insiders, no Bob McKenzie. So... They just didn't know. And then 10 years later, you're like, oh, I've been getting paid less than the guy scoring a third of my points in Toronto. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, imagine. And there's probably no, like, adver- there's probably no, like, commercial deals back then. There's no, no man. Gordie Howe's moving Gretzky, couches. I think, like, around that at time. <laughs> what was that commercial where the guy, what? I'm looking at Gordie Howe's salaries over the years. What yeah. is it? What is it? In his rookie season, as a 17-year-old rookie, which is nuts, he signed a contract with the Detroit Red Wings for 2200 bucks for the season, plus a $500 signing bonus to play for their farm club, the Omaha Knights. And then it says, so earnings then, 2700 bucks Today would represent $45,000. But even his net worth, Gordie Howe's net worth earnings, and this is probably just hockey, not you know all the other shit, $3 million. His whole but career? That's what he was worth his hockey fortune. Now, oh. translate that into today's worth, and it has that here, $19.5 million, which even still is a fraction of, like, one guy's yearly rate, right? So, like, they go through the whole thing here. 47, he made 5,000, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. This is year after year. They just give him $1,000 more. And he's no. the best player in the league. And like... then finally in 1970, 
He signed a two-year contract with the Red Wings for $100,000 and then got nothing after that. Come on. Well, guys like Willie have him to thank. You know, like, they got to be thanking Gordy Howe. They fought for these contracts. And now the boys are making 11 point whatever. Right, even at his peak, 250K, and that's to act as a public relations ambassador for five years. Today, it only translates to 1.7 million. I say only. Not let 1.7's chump change for me, mm. but for guys that are making 10 mil a year, 9 mil, even league men's 950K or whatever it is, right? 750. Mm. So it's like pretty crazy. So you can see why they kind of just a thousand bucks more. Imagine score 50 tucks, get like 30 Gordie Howe hat tricks, and they, they're like, yeah, we'll chuck you an extra grand next year. Oh, man. Sick. He was getting worked. <laughs> he was getting worked. There was no NHLPA, none of that stuff. Crazy to think about where the games come from, you know? All the way Pioneers. back then, boys getting part-time jobs in the summer to, to now. Yep. Best sport in the world. I man, I'm addicted to hockey. I love. Oh it. man, I'm bad. <laughs> yeah. I'm bad. Coffee players. and hockey. What more do you want? You know, I actually it's, got a memory yesterday. It was after the ice jam, and I t- said something about. We, I called 25 games. We were there all week, and then I got home. You know what I did? I watched hockey. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the, what's the day that the ice jam's over on the 10th 14th the 14th so i looked at the score app and i was like what games are the 14th that night because i know i'm gonna want to come home and like yeah. watch another watch another broadcast that isn't high button sports <laughs> i like i got excited and there's actually i forget who's playing but like there's a good game on i can't uh, wait to come home sit my ass on that couch and just watch something else other than us I'm glad to be addicted to hockey and coffee, though, because it used to be cigarettes and booze. Oh, man, if you look so, around the world, there's so many other bad addictions out there. So for us to have hockey as a vice, coffee as a vice, I'm set. I'm good on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll know? take bad gut health for a I little was, bit. The other know? day, there, our pond is frozen out front there. There's kids playing. It's kind of creepy, but there's kids playing out front. I sat there and watched it. probably like 30 minutes, just a bunch of kids playing hockey. Just sat there, <laughs> just like, just looking, just and dreaming. I, I was like, I, I could have went out. It was just too cold, but I was just... Just hockey, just kids playing hockey. It's funny awful. That you say that to Ankle me. skaters, like the worst hockey you've ever seen in your entire <laughs> life, but they're out there. And I'm like, oh, no, pass it. You know, like, I'm totally Shoot! Oh, come on. I'm just there from my bedroom window, <laughs> peeking through the curtains. No, 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 no. Hey, now no. you know why they're not playing today. Yeah, yeah. Mom, there was uh, a guy watching me from yeah, the bedroom that's window. Exactly why. You could have went out and taught but him the hips, man. The I should have. You know? Yeah. And I, 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 random thought, but I also thought about, okay, could I run an Ethernet cord from here to that? Could we. <laughs> Can we set it up? Can we set, like I just the, the business mind starts going? The guy wants to set idea. up an Ethernet yeah. cord everywhere. Is yeah, it? Get an Ethernet cord from here, the punch bowl pond. You think? But pond hockey, man, few and far between your opportunities. Yeah, global warming. You just don't get it, you know. But it's funny that you said well, it's too cold to play pond hockey. It was but freezing. We bitch and complain about it not being cold enough for pond hockey, and then when we get cold, we're like too cold out there. Yeah, it's freezing. Like what were kids? Parents back in the day, man, they're like drop you off at uh, what's that golf club Fuck, there? Drop you off. Lucky if you get dropped off. Arm on the rotary there. What's Ashburn. It called? Ashburn. They're like, see ya. Yeah. Jump the fence across the highway when you want to come home. I didn't even like, get to see it. I just got all right. I'm walking. <laughs> yeah, they're like, like. I remember. Remember Grant Fraser's place there? Yeah, the tennis I, court. Yeah, I I remember walking from. Birdland to there, probably like a two hour walk. Just snow, didn't care. Not good boots, snow all on my feet, freezing. By the time I get, I only bring one pair of socks. Crying by so, the time you get there. No, by the time I get there, I'm psyched. I don't get because then you skate, you warm up. They also but had that just, shed too with the heat, the fireplace yeah, and stuff yeah, in it. So. Just I just I always I would walk anywhere. Maskwall was another good one because they, they got the dock, so you just pipe, tie your skates up on the dock and way you go. Good, yeah. How much time are we at? Sorry about this. Forty six. 4726. Yeah, how'd you do that? I'm never a very far off. <coughs> it's interesting. I don't know. There's it's just, it's random, but like. how? So he was off by seconds? A minute and a half. Yeah. That's pretty. That's still seconds. 90, 90 seconds. If you look, think about it, everything is a second. Yeah. Everything's seconds. I always do that commentating. Seconds. Well, that's how parents rate, uh, tell you how old their kids are. They're like, oh, he's seven million and a half minutes old. Long, and you're yeah, like, oh, yeah. sick. Yeah. Can yeah, you tell me in years? Yeah. <laughs> he's 74 months old. That, that's five. Yeah. <laughs> that's an old Mark Moffat commentating trick. Whenever what? you get, whenever you get to one thirty, you go ninety seconds left in the period. It's more, more Makes jazz. It sound a little jazz. It's like, oh, it was a minute and a half left. Like now, he's actually really seconds. good at that in counting backwards. Like I, if I say all oh, the goals scored at, it's not two minutes into the oh. period unless it's on eighteen flat. I am dog shit oh, at yeah. getting the numbers right unless it's like you know nineteen forty five or like seventeen forty five. You know, it's like two fifteen or whatever. But I'm always like. Four. I'm like, anyways, 19-20 left in the second period, you yeah. know? But it's just like, it's tough to do on the fly. The yeah. amount of shitty jokes made over the, like, oh, well, I'm not a mathematician. I'm a commentator. Oh, Me and right. you have broken those out a couple of times. This is embarrassing. Just butchering numbers. It's like two plus nine, and you're like, four, two, 
can hear me thinking on the mic. 11. That's 11 seconds in. <laughs> we get, like, it's, it's, that's the thing with our business. We've got to make mistakes in front of people. But if you're cool with that, you know, that's, true. That's, that's that's one thing that builds thick skin. Like we yeah. make mistakes in front of people. Like when I get like, chirped for not moving the camera quick enough <laughs> in person because you say, who does that? Oh, the switcher. The switcher. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say you got called out? The other yeah, day? I did. Who called well, you? Out? I don't know. Just a dad at the rink, man. You know, <laughs> listen you... to the pod. You got to be quicker on the switcher. Shout out to that dad. He does need to be quicker. Am I, is it on me? You're on. There we go. All right. He does need to be quicker on the switcher. Without a doubt, the one guarantee from the podcast is you ask him what camera he's on. I love it. It's just like part of our thing, you know? Well, because I when I started the podcast, I did this this thing. Mm. And I just, I'd go. Have I gotten worse at it? Because I've been doing the pod for like two and a half years. To be honest, years. I don't even watch. I just look at your fingers. I go, okay, am I talking? I'm on one. Dude's is talking. He's on two. You're talking. Oh, you're on boy. three. That's just the way she goes, bud. Hey? Yeah. The way Anyways. she goes. But uh, no, I'm uh, I'm excited for this upcoming week tons of work but i love this work it's you know it's not the december was slow but it was slow no you just no it was slow I, it was slow i just like being busy because you're busy that means you don't have time to think of you, you just you gotta go 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 yeah, i got a wedding to thoughts. pay for i got shit to do i got the life to go to like it's just there's so much to do so much to see that you just you have to put this level of work in in order to get to i guess the next level of the company and it's not a level I'm afraid of because we've got a good team. Yeah. You know, we got a good group of people here at High Button Sports is the name of the company we're calling it. So if everything works out according to plan from now all the way till well, one of those baseball tour. Oh, uh, June. Ju- we'll be right we'll, from the meltdown probably right into baseball. So, so now till like July. Well, no, it'll be, uh, it'll be August, September. No, uh, maybe October. Baseball then, goes that long. But hockey picks up in October. And September. September. So we got no time off. No, bud. So welcome to the real world. Well, I'm quitting. I don't sign up for that. <laughs> you told me I'd have two weeks vacation. Time, yeah. time to head back to the hotel. I'm quitting. I'll put a I'll put a report into PR. Give yeah. it to Mark. Yeah. That was a PR. Yeah. yeah. Public, HR. public relations. HR. Well, that's human relations, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. PR is public relations. He's right. HR. We're idiots. Yeah, but if I want time off, who do I report to? Uh, your boss. Okay. Your manager on duty, but no, like if you, you know what I mean. If if I'm working a job and I want, you have an to, issue, it, but no, but if I want time off, just do, the just manager, the manager, yeah. the manager makes the schedule. If someone touches your arse or something at work or something, that's that, when you go to yeah. HR, HR, right? Or and someone's disrespecting that's where PR yeah. is like press conferences. That's, yes. that's when you go to double M. That's right. You get the butt squeeze. That's it. <laughs> he wouldn't stand for that, not for a second. Uh, no one would stand for that. That's that's not good. Um, one thing before we do sign off here shortly, we got to give a shout out. To our girl, Rye Stewart. Yes. Cape Breton West Islanders, former U16 AAA Cabot Highlander as well, which I found out, um, representing Canada at the U18 World Women's, I think it's called, Women's Worlds. Also, Jessica McKinnon from Nova Scotia as well. She shouldn't be left off the list, but Rye Stewart, what can you say, man? She does it at the U18 level. She, We went through her numbers at the Canada Games. She only let in nine goals in some of the most important games of her life. Wow. Really put her on the map if she wasn't already. Um, she got player of the game yesterday in an 8-1 win versus Czechia. Stopped 23 of 24 shots. I'm a stats guy. Um, but, man, you want to talk about an up-and-coming star from Nova Scotia. She, uh, They had a little blurb about her the other day, and they got each player to put one word that would describe them, and hers was courageous. No way. Which I think is very accurate. How old is she? She is 17, Yeah, probably. last year of high school, I think. So, she used the word courageous. Courageous, wow. right, which is very accurate in my opinion. This is my view of it. She... Took the the step to play guys hockey. Yeah. There's girls hockey out there. I'm yep. not saying she shouldn't play guys hockey. I completely believe she's good enough to be there. Yeah. And she stops a shit ton of pucks. Um, but the big thing, courageous, is that's to, to take that step and to be to be willing to be in the limelight. Like they they interviewed her a couple of times, man. She's a kid, right? She could talk her. She is, but you can tell she's still kind of shy. But yeah. she probably she strikes me as the type of person that's not trying to do this to be in the limelight. Yeah. She just wants to stop biscuits. Um, <laughs> literally, though. And then there was another thing underneath, and it was like, what's the best advice that you have been given over your career? And her response was, stay in the moment. Ooh. So I think when you mix the courageousness and the staying in the moment advice that she lives by, yeah. it's a pretty damn good recipe, mm-hmm. and I think she's proven that right now. So shout out to her, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I think everyone could probably use a little stay in the moment yes. in their day-to-day. That's pretty common. Mm-hmm. And she actually has an interview on the High Button Cape Breton channel with Brad at the start of the year. Oh, so yeah. if you want to see some more content and Oliver, you know, the home games heading into the second half, it'll be on the Cape Breton channel. So mm-hmm. shout out there. 
and I am going to apologize in advance. If you do see me at the ice jam and you do try to say hello and I don't say hello back, it is because my head is uh, in another world. It's not because I don't like you. It's not because anything. It's just because you have to understand we've got six rinks going. We have over 15 people running at one time. It's just up to me to manage it and to mm -hmm. make sure everything is running smooth. So I apologize in advance. If uh, you see me and you try to pull me aside and I don't have time, that is why. Because I know what I get like and... Uh, I'm just, yeah, I'm apologize. That's that's fair, I think, to put out right now. Yep. Okay. See you there. Yeah, we'll see you there. So, yeah, it starts uh, this Wednesday, the 10th, all the way to the 14th, I believe. Yes, sir. Uh, the Sunday. Mm -hmm. um, weather looks good, so I'm pretty sure all... T I should knock on wood. Actually, weather's looking for some wet snow and rain on Wednesday. So, <laughs> there you go. Well, hopefully the, teams from, hopefully the teams from Newfoundland come in tomorrow. Hopefully. You laugh about that, but that would be very bad if they didn't. <laughs> yeah, I know. What happened you got to keep the ago? schedule the same. Yep. Oh yeah, I never. It's alright, boys. Uh, we're good. Don't matter what happens. Yeah, Throw it at us. But not, please, we're don't. not worrying about things that haven't even happened yet. Nope. Yeah, Michael Jordan moment. used to say that. He goes, mm -hmm. "Why would I worry about missing a shot? I haven't even taken it." Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, that's it. Thank you very much once again. I, you know, these listeners, you guys are I I incredible. Thank you very much. We go absolutely nowhere if it isn't for you listening, watching, commenting, doing whatever you do, and also whenever we go to the rinks and you guys mention the podcast and say how much you love it. That means the world to us. I know it means the world to me. Maybe not Jeff, because they <laughs> chirp Jeff about the switcher. But I know it means the world to dudes and uh, and everyone else. So thank you very much. We are out. Peace. See you at the ice jam. Free drinks in the house. Check it out. Swing the bat on you like the devil himself. Put it on in sickness or health. Make it you could only breathe with health. I ain't playing. You don't want to hear what you're saying yourself. Hit the street with incredible beats. We renowned for tearing it down. Never have you heard a similar sound. Like a drop off when shit pop off. Feel a hot one. Side scorching from a hot gun. Niggas get lost in the buildings with money and the children. Not the type to talk too much to catch feelings. Dominican flag over the bed on the ceiling. Protect everything I rep. That's the first thing. Many things follow. Bullets stay hollow. You acting like if we don't chew, you can't swallow. Niggas try to change my plans. I'ma beat you. Till I break my hands, do the German every place I stand. Yo, it's big sight, baby. You don't want no problem. If suckers want war, then yo, bomber. Bring the heat, squeeze the flame torch. Then peel out in a convertible gray Porsche. I'm three miles ahead of you. I took the plates off. Just in case the snitch wanna get paid off. Pull out the chainsaw. It's a musical massacre. Cut the head off the driver and the passenger. Sick my dogs after you. Have you climbing a tree? Just another crime in the street. Ain't nothing better than finding a beat. So if you find that and try to blow my spot up, get shot up. Means it's over, bro. Method Man on the remix, it's over, yo. Beat nuts, flip the beat, it's over, yo. It's a beat nuts thing, yo. You know how that go. Come on. What kind of beat nut am I? Spanish fly, P O P P I. Who got the lot special guest for the night? Excuse me as I kiss you. Yo, sky. one on one through the nasal. To put food on the table, I brush associated labels. Ready, willing, and able to rock cradle and rock steady. When I get the drop, I drop heavy. Twist the metal mask. Machete. The guard don't want beef, he want veggie. Plus signs over Deadly Metley. Who got him gassed on his own Getty? Battery back, he ever ready. Now what's fucking with that, huh? Not you, you choke child. I fuck with beat nuts. Living la vida loca. Cayete la boca. See the Spanish fly on the sofa. One word, he slapped you with the toaster. Keep it in the holster on safety. Put yourself in timeout. Playing with this dough, let me find out. You ain't hard to find, though. Bound on your tonsils. She got a blind, though. She got my mind, though. <laughs>
had drinked enough booze to tell me I could use a big stiff dick right now.